Welcome to the Asbury First United Methodist Church Weekly Sermon. We hope you enjoy this message by Kathy Teal. For more information about this podcast or other ways to connect, please visit asburyfirst.org. Our scripture this evening is from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness God called night. And there was evening, and there was morning on the first day. Let us pray. O God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts and minds be acceptable in your sight. You are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Life is hard. Life is good and life is hard. It is complicated, complex, beautiful, and mysterious. It is full of surprises and sometimes it is dull and mundane. Life is hard, and life is good. Even in and among the goodness of life, we suffer. We are here this evening to acknowledge the suffering and the pain. It is recognizable in this longest night of the year, when darkness covers our part of the earth more than light. And yet, even though there are more hours of darkness than there are of light, there is light. The darkness may win in this time of year by sheer quantity of moments, but it never truly wins. Not ever. It may feel like it. But in the midst of our sorrows and deep depression, there is light. The light shines in the darkness always, and the darkness cannot overcome it. And yet, our darkness exists. We find out that our best friend has been gossiping about us behind our back. We realize that we are not suited for the career we've chosen. We receive a diagnosis about our physical health, our mental health, and we want to hear anything but what the doctor is telling us. Our beloved spouse has left our marriage and we are bereft. Our loved one has died, and we are steeped in raw grief. 
The list goes on. This is a rotten list. And if any one of these things is happening to you, you are probably feeling rotten. Your pain is real. And we wish we could fix it. But we cannot. We would if we could. But grief is not a leaky faucet or a squeaky hinge. It cannot be fixed. Instead, it is something to be recognized and acknowledged in yourself and in others. Tell the stories of your loved ones and ask others to tell the stories of theirs. Say the name out loud that is always on your heart. Be present. Sometimes our presence is all we have to offer. And it's a lot when the world is passing by you and ignoring your devastation. Just sitting beside someone who is hurting is a great gift. No words, no questions, presence. Showing up amidst the pain and sitting in the darkness. In other words, step into the place God holds among us, the place that is love. It is not easy to do, but it is always worth doing. When her wife died suddenly at a young age, Megan Devine wrote a book titled, It's Okay That You're Not Okay. The book is about what it is like to live in a culture that does not understand what you're going through. People who mean well, but clearly wish you would get over it. It's been a month. Surely you've done your grieving. Can we return to how it was before? No. No, we cannot. It's not possible because that's not how grief works. Unless and until you have gone through the heart-wrenching, heartbreaking pain of loss, you are not necessarily aware of what it is like. Your heart breaks in two, right down the middle. Your life and hopes and dreams crumble into a million pieces that can never go back together again. When this awful loss happens to us, we might go through Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's five stages of grief. We, we might even go through the newly added sixth stage. We might not go through any of the stages. There is no right or wrong way to grieve. We each have our own individual needs within it, and we have our own way. It is written in the book of Genesis that when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void. Darkness covered the face of the deep. 
we can identify with this. Sometimes we feel like a formless void. Nothing makes sense. Sometimes we don't even recognize ourselves. Whose voice is that? Do I really look so old and tired and sad? Or perhaps it's the opposite. And you ask yourself, how can I look so together when inside I am falling apart? My hair feels like a bird's nest, and yet when I look in the mirror, I seem put together. I feel like a formless void all covered with darkness. And then a wind from God swept over the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light. Light. What does this even feel like in the midst of gloom? Perhaps it feels to you like hope or a new way. Maybe it feels refreshing. It could feel annoying. And maybe it doesn't feel like anything at all because you are numb. Whatever light does or does not feel like to you, it is from God. All things from God are good, and yet they are not always what we want in the very moment they arrive. And here is the good news of God and of the light of God. Regardless of how we feel, God is here and God's light shines. We don't have to accept God or open our eyes or hearts or lives to God's light. Our pain might be too great. We might not be ready to change. And yet God is with us. God is present to our sadness and sorrow. God is here and God's light shines. When God breathed over the formless void, God was so close that God's breath was felt by the darkness. That is how close God is to us when we feel at rock bottom. Even when we are so low, we have to stretch upwards to reach rock bottom. God is here, just here. We don't have to do anything about it. We don't even have to want to welcome God and God is still here and God stays. To our grief, to the darkness, to the places of no return, God sends light. God steps into that void where most people are afraid to set foot. If you are in the depths of grief and sorrow, and if you feel utterly alone, know that we love you, that God loves you. If you are revisiting these depths, and if the memory of raw grief is overwhelming, know that we love you and that God loves you. This is what we have. This is what God gives us, light and love. 
And if you are stepping into this void of loss for someone else, be ready to witness their unbearable pain and agony of separation. Be ready to sit next to them, knowing their grief is their own. You are present to them. Love them. Be there. You are light shining in their darkness. You are the love that shows up. You are the love that is willing to stand beside the gaping hole that has opened in their life. Be willing to not have any answers. Be willing to not be able to fix it. Listen. Be there. It's not easy. It's love. God separated the light from the darkness, and God saw that the light was good. This is so. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Asbury First Weekly Sermon. If you enjoyed this message, please visit asburyfirst.org and learn more about our mission to love God and neighbor, live fully, serve all, repeat.